Welcome to 5-Minute Fever. I'm your host, Kayla Hegret, and my goal is to get you in God's Word and fired up with the Holy Spirit. Today, I'm trying to be a little extra quiet because I have my sons sleeping on the couch in our living room. They wanted to have a sleepover, and I didn't want to break their little hearts. But now I'm just hoping they don't come in like a bank robber telling me to get my hands up, guns blazing, all fast and fury. I would really like to be able to go have another cup of coffee after this uh, in peace and quiet. So just bear with me and let's get in today. So we're diving into the portion of the Sermon on the Mount called Ask, Seek, Knock. It's all about having childlike faith to trust that not only does God hear us, but he will provide what we're looking for. So let's turn our Bibles to Matthew 7 verses 7 through 12, which says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be open. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more Will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. So at Jesus' time, this kind of faith he was calling the people to was radical. I mean, it's even still radical for us today to really think about if we ask, seek, or knock on God's door, that he will just open it. He will just answer all of our prayers. This is pretty radical thought. Rarely did other rabbis encourage this kind of confidence in God's provision. And maybe your question is like me, why? I mean, we can read throughout the whole Old Testament. These are God's people who God freed from slavery in Egypt, presented him as a cloud during the day and fire pillar at night. He guided them in the wilderness, brought them into the promised land and faithfully stayed by their side. Even when the people turned their backs on him, consistently worshiped the God's And did so many other vile things. Why weren't they encouraged to seek God like a father? A God who was faithfully stuck by them through thick and thin. Even when God was most furious and probably wanted to do another flood, he didn't. He stayed by their side. So of course I look in the IVP, Bible Background Commentary, New Testament edition. Because I just want to see what Craig Keener writes about why they might not have had this kind of radical faith when to me it would seem so obvious. He writes, even as a general principle, the boldness boldness with which this text promises answers to prayer is quite rare in ancient literature. Only a a few special men of God were thought to obtain most of what they requested. So here's the problem. It's the same problem we have today people thinking God doesn't listen to them. It's the age-old excuse, I can't have this kind of faith. I can't trust God to provide. I have to go out and get it myself. Let's look at verses 9 through 11 again. Which of you, if your son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him. So this helps us answer why we can get in this mindset of why we think, well, God just doesn't seem to listen to me. He only listens to her or him or my neighbor down the street. Let's ask real quick, why does Jesus use bread and fish as an example? I mean, 
if God's going to give us anything we ask for, like we initially think with this, why aren't we asking for caviar and champagne, right? Let's think back to where Jesus is and who he's talking to. Jesus is in Galilee, preaching to common folk, people who have to work hard to provide for their families. A main staple in their diet was bread and fish. This is something they ate every day. And so this goes back to the Lord's Prayer. Daily provisions. God sustains our needs. And he doesn't promise our wants. And this is why we fall into that trap thinking God doesn't hear me or God won't provide for me. We get so focused on asking for caviar and champagne that we discredit the fish and bread God provides. Now, this doesn't mean we can't or we shouldn't ask for the finer things of this world. Go ahead and ask for that car. Go ahead and ask for a bigger house. That's fine. Go ahead, ask for it. This passage suggests ask for whatever you want because God may give it to you. But just don't discredit him when your answered prayer looks different than you thought it would. What we need is not always what we want. And God isn't promising our wants. He is promising to sustain our needs. So would you join me in prayer this morning? Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, I just thank you that you are a God who sustains us, a God who provides, a God who looks after our every need. Lord, I know you do not promise our wants, but Lord, we are not going to stop from asking them anyway, because we know that you may provide for them. We know you will provide our needs. You, we know you will sustain us on a daily basis. And Lord, we just want to come to you in prayer because we want to have a relationship with you. It's not always about what we need or what we want, but the fact that we just want to draw closer to you. So Lord, this is us drawing closer to you this morning, asking for you to provide for us our daily provisions, the breath in our lungs, the food in our belly, the gas in our cars to go to work. Lord, we just want to thank you for everything that we have. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you so much for joining me this morning, and I look forward to next time when we talk about the narrow and wide gates please visit my website, 5minutefever.com, so you can subscribe and share to get the next episode. Now, just a heads up on my website, I have a podcast player on there so you can listen to the episodes. But if I don't post these until five in the morning, then they won't show up until five in the evening. It's got a 12-hour delay, so don't get discouraged from that. They will still show up there. It just, you might not see them right away. Let's show people that you can get a big word from God without having to spend hours in the Bible. Let's be and start a truth movement. Let's show people that you can understand God's word and it doesn't have to be deciphered through some kind of tricky code. It's right there for us to grasp.